it's halfway through the year and we've hit silly season. Normally it's journalists and um, podcasters who fluff things up with wild predictions and stupid forecasts. This time, however, the show has firmly been stolen by the teams, several of which have dropped the ball with regards to driver contracts in 2023. Aside from the driver market, we've just witnessed an amazing race in Hungary, with both Verstappen and Hamilton driving the wheels off their cars. I'm Andrew Elliott. I'm here with my good friend David Proud, and we'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the Tired and Exhausted podcast. If you like what you hear, please share us with your friends and family. It's great to have you with us. I guess the main thing we're going to talk about um, silly season, isn't it? It is, um, and we've been we've been hanging around waiting for some news um, yeah. about Ricardo. Yes, yeah, so Oscar. I keep wanting to say Oscar Pistorius. It's not <laughs> it's Oscar, Oscar Piastri. Um, He's not doing many laps of anything right now. No, no, I don't um, say. But Oscar Piastri. Um, so we were literally just about to record the podcast um, for the last Grand Prix and. It just it went nuts, didn't it? Like so. Well, I I really don't know what Alpine were thinking, um, announcing that without even just giving him a quick heads up and you know giving him a phone call and saying, look, we're gonna you know we need to announce uh, announce you for next year because Alonso Alonso has left. Yeah, obviously Vettel. So Vettel um, decided okay, to retire. Okay, let's go back to the beginning because it's it was a chain of events. Yeah, so it? so Vettel Vettel retired, um, which, which no one saw coming. Um, well, a few few people kind of said maybe, but yeah. I mean, I, I was I was hoping I was hoping he'd carry on because I, I really like Vettel. Mm. Um, I certainly like him a lot more now than I did when he was at you know Red Bull and, and, and places. But we've we've talked about it in the past. Uh, so Vettel retired kind of out of the blue, but his his reason for doing so was really lovely because he just wants to spend more time with his family. Yeah, and his kids. Yeah, which um, is like that's lovely. And he's still a young man, and and he could so he could come back. He could come back in a couple oh, of years' that's, time. Oh, I mean, you know, think of the drivers who who did that. I mean, Schumacher took a you know mm. took a few years off and came back. Okay, he didn't set the world on fire, but he wasn't an amazing car, and he still drove fine. Kimi Raikkonen took a couple of years out to uh, to go rally driving, came back <laughs> again, and and you know came back and won Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, Fernando Alonso took a couple of years out and, and look at the form that he's on now. He's um, doing incredible. And he's, you know, he's 41, I think, now. Um, so he could he could take a few years off, spend yeah. time with his wife, because his wife, I think that they were like childhood sweethearts, weren't they? They kind yeah. of met when they were like 14 or 15. They've been together ever since. So he could spend time with his wife and his kids and potentially come back in a couple of years' time if he wanted to. Yeah, and I, I think from what he was saying as well, it's the additional races that they have you know they just keep adding races and it just means that more and more the year is taken up and less time with the family so so that i mean it was i i think everyone's a bit gutted because he's phenomenal and we all love him but um best of luck yeah um, i can completely understand so that created uh, an opportunity well yeah uh, that created a hole um, at Aston Martin and Aston Martin because they're trying to so um, Lawrence Stroll is trying to you know to kind of build the team up and he you know he, he always wanted a, a big name which is why he kind of got Vettel mm. in um, apparently you know almost immediately afterwards he rang Fernando Alonso because Fernando Alonso and him have known each other for mm. I think for a few years anyway you know kind of prior to Lawrence Stroll buying Racing Point so he just rang him up and said 
are you in a contract for you know for next year with with Alpine?" And he said, "You know, quite honestly, no. Um, you know, I'm I've been trying to negotiate for a long time, but it, they're they're dragging it out. So currently, I don't have a contract." So he said, "Well, what do you, what do you want? What are your terms?" And he says, "Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like this, 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 multi-year and this. contract. Basically, he wanted to secure a seat for yeah, long term. Yeah, he, he wanted to because I think from what he was saying um, in interviews, you know, in the past couple of days, um, he was being kind of overly scrutinised because of his age, um, and uh, he was, you know, he was saying, look, you know, I'm I'm still driving, I'm still driving my heart out, and I think everybody knows he's still on the top of his game and." I would put him top three drivers yeah. in the you know in the in the world, um, and he was saying that they weren't really appreciating him, but obviously other teams were, and he wanted a multi-year he wanted a multi-year contract. It was it, it, absolutely amazing. Like um, I think he's played his hand beautifully. Well, so he it was brilliant. He it was said a it master took, stroke. He said it took ten minutes. He said it took ten minutes to negotiate. They said, "What do you want?" He says, "I want multi-year contract and and, and you know and this, this and this." Yeah. And they went, "Yeah, okay, that's fine." Because they want a, they want a big name, you know. Yeah. They want a, want a huge name and a top driver, yeah. Uh, which which he is undoubtedly, and his form can command that at the moment. Yeah, for sure. I st- as I said, I still think he's he's top three driver. Yeah, not just his name, his his form. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um. So so he, he did a good. Deal. He's been asked about. You know, you're currently driving for Alpine, who are like, you know, fighting for fourth, and I think they are fourth in the championship. Mm. And you go into a team who's, you know, kind of near the back. You know, how do you feel about that? And his answer was brilliant. He said, "Look, you're either winning or you're not winning." He mm. says, "It doesn't matter if you're second or thirteenth. It's like you, you need to be winning. And if you're not winning, um, you're, you know, you're, you're pushing to win. Yeah. You push. You're, you're pushing to win from from second place onwards, um, yeah, which is true. which is a, a fair point." Um, but yeah, Al- Alpine just you know they, so they, they lost a seat, they lost a driver basically, and yeah. so they were going to promote Oscar Piastri, who's been waiting in the wings for probably I would say a season. Uh, I think it might be two, I think yeah. it might be two seasons now. Very he's been patiently hang, he's been waiting around for for a while, and he won. He basically won everything up until this point. Yeah, and, and, his, and he's come through the Alpine kind of training system and everything, and test driving and all of that malarkey. So they. But instead of phoning him and telling him, but it wasn't. It wasn't even that. They 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 messed up before that because what they wanted to do was they wanted to have Oscar Piastri drive for them in twenty twenty four. Yeah, and they wanted Alonso to stay on for another season. And they and they their plan was to loan Piastri out to another team for one year and then have him back in twenty twenty four. Obviously, no team wants to put in all the work for just one, one season, season and then hand them over to another team. So nobody wanted to take them up on that. So Piastri wasn't particularly happy about that. Alonso Alonso's wasn't particularly happy. happy either because he, he wanted more than a year. Yeah. Um, so they they completely they completely screwed it up. Um, yeah, it's, it's so they it's so then, in mind. for those of the, you that don't know, they put out a press release saying that Oscar Piastri will be driving Formula One for Alpine in 2023, and then like <laughs> and within like yeah. less than an hour, it's like half an hour, an hour later, Oscar Piastri, Oscar Piastri saying, "Hang on a second. Took to Twitter to say, "I can confirm I will not be driving for Alpine in Formula One next next year," and knew nothing. Nothing about it. Now, as somebody who has been press released in my time as an actor, um, I've never had a press release go out about me without me. I've had it been... So EastEnders was quite near to the wire. I, I'd got the part, but there were there were, uh, there was a Sun reporter that had got my name and was going to kind of uh, do a 
Uh, or just leak the news early? Yeah, yeah, they were just going to go, oh, uh, EastEnders cast their first disabled actor, it's David Proud. So um, so I think they were planning to do it in like a week or so's time. And I got a call, I think it was mid-afternoon, saying, oh, the press release is going out at six. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and by that time, I hadn't even hold, told most of my family about it. Sure. So I, I then had to do a very quick ring round of aunties and uncles and anyone that might see but, it and go, but, why didn't I hear that from you, David? But you'd still agreed it at that but point I, as I'd well, hadn't you? I'd agreed it. Contracts were signed. It was fine. Like, And it, it was just a timing. But even though the timing had moved up, I still got the phone call, Yeah. which I really appreciated because... I don't want my family reading it, headline news, you know. I, I want to be able to call them myself and go, oh, I've got this really great news. Even when I left, my contract had ended um, and I held it back kind of announcing it because I wanted to announce that a lot of people leaving at the same time because it just means it gets further up the newspaper. Sure. Um, but even then I got told, you know, they'd held it back for, I think, about a month. Um, I mean, if they'd, have, if they'd have agreed with Oscar Piastri that he was going to drive next year... And they just ended up announcing it without giving a phone call. That would have been bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the fact that they did it without telling him, and he hadn't actually agreed to drive next year. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the nothing, nothing has come out yet. But the everyone thinks he's going to McLaren, don't they? Yeah. Um, to replace 100%. Ricardo. Well, and, well, because the knock-on effect is that. Well, um, so now Ricardo's been let go. Yes. So this is what took us ages because basically in the last four weeks, in the in the break. We have been, I mean, we've been, I, we've been hanging on for like news every day, kind of refreshing. I don't know how many times I've searched Daniel Ricciardo and Oscar Piastri in the last four weeks. So we were hoping to do this podcast with a bit more firm news. We have got one little bit of news, which is Daniel Ricciardo has been given the heave ho. Mm. He's leaving McLaren. But as of yet, we have not got the announcement that Oscar Piastri is taking his seat. And we don't know where that leaves Ricardo is he still going to be in Formula 1 next year well so he hasn't he doesn't have a drive yet um, it was interesting some of the things that McLaren have said which are obviously directed not not specifically directed at Alpine but they're directed at the, the press about Alpine so you, you know how when the you know when drivers will say stuff on the on the radio and it's not really to their engineers yeah, it's, it's to race it's, control yeah. well so they, they they've done something similar so they were talking about um, releasing Daniel Ricardo. And they said specifically, look, we're really, yeah, we can, we're not. It's not that we're not just going to have him as a driver. We're releasing him completely. We don't like to stand in the way of, of what yeah. drivers want. So we're releasing him. He can drive for any team he wants. That's a loaded message. Which is a, lo- a loaded message about Alpine saying, you know, you obviously you don't have, you know, Piastri doesn't want to drive for you. But if you if you stop him and prevent him from driving for another team, that's a really a really bum move to thing do. To do yeah. um, so they've they've specifically gone out with that message saying, look, we're you know. We, we we love Danny Ricardo. It hasn't worked out, but he is free to race for whoever he can get a contract with next season. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's so much to cover on this, but one of the um, uh, I one I loved the comic tweets from the other teams uh, on Twitter where they're all like looking at the phones and reacting to oh, it. Yeah, and then was it Albon who did almost exactly the same tweet that Oscar Piastri did? But he said, I'd like to confirm that I am driving <laughs> like next season. It was, that, that was brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's um, never going to drive for Alpine, is he, after, <laughs> after yeah. that? What was it, the Formula One race control retweeting a... Uh, so there was a negative comment on Twitter about McLaren having a similar contract kind of issue in... Is it IndyCar or something like that? And um, uh, an FIA retweeted, like, what would 
what was a loaded thing against didn't they have to undo it and they yeah they deleted it straight after yeah. which, which they shouldn't have really they shouldn't really be retweeting opinions it no. should just be yeah facts and i think this has been made so much worse by the fact that alpine and mclaren are neck and neck you know this isn't just mclaren and williams or you know mclaren and alpha this is their bitter rival in the standings in they are neck and neck and they've seen what they think is their star um get get pinched so there is a rumor that there's a um it's going to a legal dispute next week yeah that'll be that'll be interesting i mean could you see ricardo going back to going back to the Einstein team going back to alpine well, i mean that's the most obvious one because there's a direct seat but if he doesn't go there where does he go does he take a year out? His, the the problem they, he's got is his form is really bad. Yeah, and would they would they want him? His form is really bad. His wage expectation is probably I'd have very I'd, high. I'd have Hulkenberg back if I was Alpine. Because he, he's, he's got form with the team, driven with them before, proven that he can just get into a car. And, you know, I mean, there, have been, there were a couple of times, you know, earlier on, or was it last season? Um, and, and I think this season as well, where he was, he just got a phone call like at nine o'clock, in the in the Saturday morning, saying "Get over here, we need, we need you to drive," and he's just gone, you know, gone straight into the car, and, and he's been fine. So he, he's proven he can he can just get into a car and drive. Um, knows all the mechanics, knows the team inside out. See, I, I love Danny Rick. I think he's a brilliant. He's got abundance of personality. He's got like probably enough for about three people, and I love seeing him in the paddock. I love love hearing his interviews. But Christian Horner's come out and said that he's spoken to Daniel and he doesn't recognise that he's the same driver that he was when he was at Red Bull. He said, "I don't recognise that driver." Yeah, he just doesn't seem to. He doesn't seem to be able to drive whatever the characteristics are of that McLaren. And they have changed over two years. So he's had two McLarens. It changed massively, as all cars did between last year and this year. Um, huge, huge real change. Um, so the car behaves differently, and he hasn't been able to to drive either. Okay, I mean, I mean he did he did win a Grand Prix last season, but then after that he did nothing. Okay, parking that for a second, has Oscar Piastri made a wrong decision? Because the McLarens aren't quick; they're struggling performance wise. You know, the Alpines seem to be he faster in he, pace. Yeah, but he would. He wanted a drive, and he didn't. He it was looking unlikely for him to get a drive next season. This is true. So I think he got in negotiations with McLaren, agreed a deal with McLaren, so he could drive. So he, so he could drive for next year, and yeah. then suddenly Alpine announced that okay, you know, Piastri's driving for us. But it was too late at that point. He'd already agreed with you know presumably Zach Brown or whatever. I mean, it, uh, just the contrast as well. So have you seen Daniel Ricciardo's like Instagram video where he's kind of oh, he looked really emotional. He did. He looked really sad. Bless him. Um, I but, feel for him. But conversely, have you seen Alonso? No. So Alonso has been doing interviews, and he looks, he looks young, like a weight younger is man. Lifted, yeah. It's like, like, yeah, it's like a weight is lifted. Uh, it reminds me of when he signed for Ferrari back in, was it like 2010 or something like 2009, 2010? I think he, he signed for Ferrari, and those last few races with Renault, he was laughing and joking around because he knew he was going to. You know, he'd got a, like a better contract, and again, it was like a weight has been lifted. So he he looks really engaged. Um, he looks like he's on fire now, um, and you know he was because they were asking him as well. Because apparently, um, who's the Alpine um, uh, the boss Otmar Sh- Shafanaka? Shafanau? 
So, okay, that's probably a more yeah could, less offensive pronunciation. Yes, yeah, so um, I like Schaffernacker though. I'm going to call him Schaffernacker. Um, so he's <laughs> apparently he didn't Alonso didn't tell tell him right that he was okay. leaving, but and Alonso was asked about that as well. He said, "Look, I I notified everybody that was involved in the negotiations. So the guys I was, I was negotiating with who were dragging it out, I let them all know." Otmar wasn't involved in that, so you know they should have let him know, and they didn't before he announced it. He says, "I let all my engineers know, yeah. all the people in the team that I work with. They knew before I made the announcement, um, but I expected the negotiator on their side to let Otmar know, and yeah. they didn't. So they always so let the Shapanaka know. Yeah, so they, Andy, they I have an all. issue because it is baking today, and I am sitting here with headphones and a cap on, so I need to remove this cap because, like, there's a record amount of like." body heat you lose from your head and I'm losing none at the moment and I'm I'm melting out in two seconds. Okay. Is that is that better for you? Oh oh god yes. That's so much better. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm so I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Alonso. Um Yeah. Um when when will we get the answers to this? Who knows? Um well, there if, if there is that legal dispute, then hopefully afterwards they'll say, you know, one one way or the other. But, but it could have a knock-on effect for Schumacher because of his Haas seat. Rick, Danny Ricardo bouncing out of Formula 1 or going to drive for Haas, he'll pick Haas, won't he? Again, what about Nico Hülkenberg for Haas? Yeah. Again, great driver. German, because they've got German sponsors. The, the reason, One of the reasons they got Schumacher in was because they wanted a German driver. Um, so you know another another German replacement who's I, I think better than him. I mean Schumacher's been a bit better recently, yeah, but he yeah. hasn't been setting the world on fire. Uh, Hulkenberg is a <laughs> is a proven you know as long as he doesn't set driver. the car on fire. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I I I, I mean I, I desperately want to see Hulkenberg in his seat again. Yeah, um, and well, you might get your wish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the race that was now ridiculously long ago because we were waiting for this news and didn't get it but um yeah let's have a chat about mid-season where everything's at yeah so well mercedes did their trick again of being absolute rubbish or not rubbish but they weren't great on the friday um it's almost turning into a bluff going oh no 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 we're we're bad we're bad oh podium well, I, I I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're bluffing. I just think they are really really good it's at like dialing in the car. Pretending to be an asthmatic in a race and then coming first, it's like, <laughs> and then you know the other people go easy on you and you just sprint past them. But if they were if if they had if they dialed the car in earlier, they get they get much more data and they do they do even better. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I think they they are just, just genuinely. Don't, they don't really understand how the car reacts on different tracks, but they know what to tweak if certain when things does, happen. Yeah. Uh, and they're just really good at dialing the car in. Um, so they had a great, obviously, you know, Russell had his first um, uh, pole position, uh, yes. which, was, which was great. Hamilton didn't do as well, but, um, uh, you know, it was, uh, yeah, a fantastic, fantastic lap by lap by him. And yeah, they, you know, compare the position from where they were, you know, towards the back, um, you know, on the, on the Friday, and they, they've just dialed it in again. And I think, I mean, it's, it's almost like a, carbon copy of their season really they've dialed it in incrementally over over the races well, yeah almost you know, almost every race we it's know, just, just like tweet fine tweaking it yeah we, we always talk about how rubbish they are on the friday and then on the saturday they, they kind of do a bit better and then on the sunday there's some miraculously one of them's on the podium it makes me really really excited for the latter half of the season now because whatever they're doing seems to be working a lot more consistently 
Yeah, and and I'm I'm hoping that they'll get I'm hoping that they'll get at least one win, and I'm hoping that it'll be Hamilton so he can continue his streak of yeah. every single car he's driven. He's he's got a win out of, um, and I'd love to see Russell win as well, but I'd, I'd like at least one win to be to be Hamilton. Yeah, and um, um, Norris uh, qualified fourth. Yeah, he had a, he put nice. a, he put a stonking again. He's just obliterating Daniel oh. Ricciardo at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, in I, I think that was a death knell, wasn't it? Let's have a look at the. Um, I've just got to say this quickly because it's. Um, Oh my God! Right, so Norris did end up finishing seventh, but Danny Rickett down in fifteenth. Well, yeah, but so he again, and he he crashed into Magnussen, didn't he, on the on the first lap? Got a five second penalty. Um, you know, he should have been he should have been up there, but he's just making, you know, unenforced errors. He's you know breaking late on cold tires, and and you know he's outbreaking himself, locking up, crashing into people. He's done it a few times. Well, if he does that, it's not so bad as if if he does it like Verstappen did it. His unenforced error. Well, it might have been a little bit of water on a track. His complete three sixty that he oh, did, that and then just carried on going. Amazing. The control. He's, he's done that more than once as well. That wasn't a fluke. I've seen him do that at least once before. He's done a complete 360, ended up pointing in exactly the right direction and then, and then just rocketed it. off again. So he's, yeah, he's, he's incredible at that. So, yeah. Did you see, was it you who told me about this, that little kind of video that somebody had made that was kind of doing the rounds? About it, somebody made a video about him and like, they were kind of, like, kind of combining radio messages with um, uh, with kind of Verstappen and his, and his race engineer and he's driving along and they're saying, the, the Ferraris are on the hard tyre. He's like, no, 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 get away. He's like, yeah, they're on the hard tyre. Like, right, wait a second, I'll check. And then he spins around and Ferrari flies past and goes, yeah, yeah, they're right, they're on the, <laughs> they're on the hard tyre. And then carry, carries on and overtakes them. Yeah, um, we, uh, okay, so let's talk about that because, um, oh my God. It's Ferrari, Ferrari. strategy again. You've got uh, arguably two drivers that could contend for a championship one that was until it all just turned to dust a little bit I don't think there's any saving this season for Leclerc I I don't think he's I think they are too far behind so engine penalties will hurt the Red Bull in the latter half of the season um, and potentially Ferrari as well yeah but bad strategies but I don't uh, think they're going to pull back 80 points every race yeah they're not going to pull back the, the, the points deficit I don't think every race Oh, I don't. I don't know what's happening there. It's like, and how long is it before Leclerc goes? This is not the team for me. Yeah, and there are, you know, because it's not like they're. I mean, the, the, it's not like they're the first to go out on the hard tyres because they've done it a couple of times now, yeah. and they've been cars who've swapped to the hards, not done well, really struggled to warm them up, and all the other teams are looking at that feedback, thinking. Okay, maybe the hards aren't the right tyre, but Ferrari just no, yeah, we'll do it. We'll give it a go, mm. um, and and then they're, they're making a mistake. It. And, but it, like, it is, it is, it is really strange. But Leclerc wants he wants a championship, and if Ferrari aren't going to give it to him because they keep taking it away, I mean, he has made his own errors, and he's he's put his hands up and said, "Yeah, that was my my error." But I think the strategy has been worse than. Yeah, which is which is saying something because he has he has <laughs> he's made, made a, a few, lot. he's made a couple of howlers. Yeah, and signs, you know, he's he's hungry for it. You know, he's not got exactly the same pace, but he is he he wants it. He doesn't want it any less than he, he, he's, wants he's it. good enough to hoover up wins when Leclerc isn't winning. If Ferrari get the strategy, because there've been quite a few races where Ferrari have been the fastest car, but they've been just out strategized by Red Bull. By Mercedes, uh, and they're just you know they're, they're, they're not even on the podium sometimes, which is uh, which is shocking. It's looking very much like it's um, 
oh god that's my phone i'm sorry i thought that was on silent it's looking very much like it's going to be um for Stappen's year again yeah i think so i mean i think he deserves it this year I don't think he, he, would have, he would have he, won, he won it, it outright. And to be honest, I think he probably wants that. So anybody question, if you just won one season and it was last year, people would be like, oh yeah, it wasn't a true win. It was handed to you. So I think he does need that other one for them people to go, okay, well, yeah, yeah you may have been handed one before, you know, depending on your opinion on it. Um, but this one, you, you kind of won that fair and square. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, interesting, Perez didn't do particularly well last race, um, no. which is unusual for him because normally he's he's there or thereabouts. Um, but, uh, you know. But Leclerc still was behind him because of the hard yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, um, but, yeah. But, yeah, Verstappen from 10th, I think it was, to win the race, it was an exceptional drive. Um, and Hamilton put in a great drive as well because, obviously, he, you know, he managed to, managed to come second, managed to beat... Um, uh, his teammate, uh, who was you know, who started from pole, mm. um, so he put in an exceptional drive. I mean, it was it was a good it was a good race. Um, we should probably look at the standings, shouldn't we? I haven't actually looked at this until we started this. So um, it goes Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez, Russell, Sainz, Hamilton. So what are, what, are, what are the points? I think it's like an so, eighty point difference, isn't that? Or something? Yeah, Verstappen is two five eight, Leclerc is one seven eight. Yes, yeah, a huge and then, gap. And then, but Perez is. One seven three, so Perez is like within five points of Leclerc. But he was he was ahead of Leclerc. Yeah. So so those those two have been jostling. Yeah. For, for and then time. Russell down one five eight. That's not too bad. Uh, Carlos Sainz one five six. So they're jostling. Yeah. And then Lewis Hamilton at one four six. He was arguably catching up that pack of. Yeah, he's closing. He's closing fourth. the gap. He's closing the gap for sure. Um, and then Lando Norris best of the rest. Out in his lonesome in with seventy six with the closest with Esteban Ocon at fifty eight. So Lando, I think, will probably likely maintain that seventh place. I would say. Yeah. And then a, it's Ocon, Bottas, Alonso. I mean, Alonso's had bad luck. Yeah, but it, oh, the flair he has found. As, as has Joe Guanyu. What about constructors? Constructors. Okay, so Red Bull four three one, Ferrari three three four. That's insurmountable, I think. That's yeah. It's, it's that's that's in the bag for Red Bull. I I, I would think so. And then Mercedes three oh four. So there is a chance that Mercedes could catch Ferrari in constructors. Um. Yeah. Possibly. That's that's more likely. Three three four to three oh four. Yeah. That's that's much more. Considering likely. Considering the form of Russell and Hamilton to scrap for absolutely every single point and miss the consistency of Russell, mm. just kind of bouncing between like third, fourth, fifth, third, fourth, fifth, and you know. Um, and then there is this epic scrap, as we've been talking about, between Alpine and McLaren. Alpine in fourth with 99 and McLaren in fifth with 95. That is a monumental scrap, which now involves multiple things like Oscar Piastri, Daniel Ricciardo, um, all of that. Um, well, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Ricciardo. So he had, a, he had a, a, a poor start to the season last year. Um, you know, he was getting outperformed by Lando Norris every single race. Um, but then he won. Mm. Then, it, then he managed to win a race, and I remember thinking, "This is it." But he did nothing after that. He just kind of relaxed and well, kind that, of went back to, you well, know, back to normal. Yeah, when he was talking about Monza, he was getting emotional. Yeah, but that's that's the only that's the only decent drive he's had in McLaren in, in, in almost two years. Or, yeah, but I think he, he was hoping that that, like you, that would be the thing that. But you, yeah, but you need to deliver 
every single week. You can't yeah. just have one good race out of 23 no. and expect to get a If you, know, you ask contract. Norris what he would rather, one win or his consistent performance, like, and where he is, Norris will say consistency because he's he's doing he's doing really well. Like, he's he can at least... He's given a performance that his team can build around and know that it's not up down. It's you know it's. But Ricardo now is fighting for his fighting for his next drive. Correct. So he's he's got to find got something and, 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 and turn it around. So then we have a massive drop between McLaren in fifth and Alfa Romeo in sixth. They're on fifty one compared to McLaren's ninety five. So that's like that's a that's a bit of a drop. Mm. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's it's Alpine against. I was going to say McLaren, but it's um, it's kind of helping against Norris, isn't it? Um, so, but well, it, it would be it would be good to see Ricardo put in a few, you know, a few decent performances and, and perhaps you know get himself a drive with with someone else. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, coming up just because it's a mid-season uh, recap. We've got Belgium, Netherlands, Italy, Singapore, Japan, United States, Mexico, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. I mean, that sounds like that's a lot considering we're almost at the end of. August, but it's that's kind of not really, is it? That's it's yeah. There, there, there are enough races for to turn anything around. Yeah, and then, um, and there's enough time for teams to keep making improvements. I mean, the Mercedes is, you know, think of where they are compared to the beginning of the oh, season. Yeah, um, but it's, I think that what they've actually done, in effect, is been able to. I said at the start when they were really, really poor. I said they've got to do something, otherwise. Um, They'll lose Hamilton. He's he's got, you know, very little left to prove, and for his own, I I don't think he's the kind of driver that wants to be in a car that's consistently coming thirteenth. I think he'd rather retire. I just think he is. I, I the killer instinct in him that's made him one of the best drivers of all time. I think won't allow him to tootle, you know, for three or four seasons at another. You know, constructor just so he can keep driving. Yeah, I think he. I think he probably wants a race-winning car. I don't think he necessarily needs to. Yeah, you know, needs to kind of to always be in a championship-winning car, but he needs to be be in a car that can that can potentially win races. Yeah. Um, So particularly at this kind of point in his career, when he's you know he's the most successful driver ever, he's won everything. I really think that I I was scared that the the performance would be so bad it would just. It'd be like right. That's it. I'm off, lads. But even even if if they carry on at this rate, even if he doesn't win, I think he'll be okay for next season. Yeah, because they've they've shown that they've they've kind of put the effort in. They can turn it around, and they're building on a in a reasonable platform for for next year. So that over the Christmas period, they can, you know, they can kind of nail down next year's car and make sure that that it's much better. Yeah. Um, so they just need to show that they're kind of they're, they're improving and improving. And he's coming. You know, he's got second place now. He's got a couple of podiums. Um, you know, they're 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 close. Um, so they just need to kind of keep keep moving forward um, and and look to next year. And I think he'll be. I think he'll still be around because yeah. I think he still loves driving, and we still love watching him. Um, moving from silly season to amazing season, we've got a new uh, new name in town, haven't we? Audi are joining Formula One. Right. Yes, I think it's just the engine at this point. But they did do a, a beautiful picture of a, a Formula One car covered in all the Audi kind of. Logos, and you're like, oh. um, yeah, because they've obviously got form with you know Le Mans cars and 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 lots of other. What do you reckon that's going to do to the to the? 
What what teams do you think will kind of switch to Audi power units? Um, I mean, Ferrari should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, Wouldn't that be amazing? Ferrari yeah. powered by Audi. Um, I so who's who's currently got. Ferrari power units so Haas but they've got like a Alpha re- won't will they <laughs> Alpha won't because they're Italian Haas won't because they've got the deal with Ferrari so yeah I don't, I but don't if the Haas have got German sponsors it, yeah potentially but then they'd probably lose the deal with uh, all the kind of the you know the other help that they get with and all the other kind of bits of car that they get from Ferrari right okay so, yeah it's basically just a white Ferrari at this stage isn't it um, with, with a little bit of yeah, I mean it is it is more more like that now, um, but that's just because they've looked at the the Ferrari, Ferrari and, and, and copied it as opposed to actually See, getting the, the designs. Hmm. But there are there are some point there are some parts where you're allowed to have kind of you know you're allowed to buy from other teams and they they just kind of buy them all from Ferrari. So yeah. they've, got, they've got a deal to do that. So I'm, I'm not sure. It, it'd be interesting. I mean, it, I, I don't know how it might take them a while as well to get up up and running because whenever hmm. we've had new engines, well, Aston Martin, do they do their own power units? They don't do an Aston engine, do they? No. Are they, are they Renault, I think? Yeah, which is... I always find this weird when... Or Honda? I can't... I, you know, I don't when know. it's a car manufacturer, you'd think they'd have their own... You, you can understand Red Bull. Red Bull make energy drinks. You, that isn't going to get yeah, you out of track. Yeah, but it's not really the manufacturer, is it? It's just... Yeah. It's, it's like Aston Martin, a, almost like a sponsor. The same oh. way that Red Bull are. Because there's nothing... They just bought... They just bought the team, you know, that was, you know, that was there already. You know, it used to be um, yeah, Jordan Mercedes back in, back in the day. A and massive then, brand. Like, that's, there's no way they th- they say that that Mercedes there on that picture isn't anything but, do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah, but they bought the, they bought the um, engine manufacturer at, at Bricksworth. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. So they, you know, they, they they do. It's like I mean, so whenever whenever there have been new new teams coming in, I mean, Cosworth tried it in like kind of twenty two thousand nine or two thousand ten, um, didn't do very well. Do you, do you think there's anyone out there still that's got a CR in Cosworth? Honda were, yeah, oh yeah, I remember seeing one. I think it was Goodwood, and there was because you get different car parks for different cars. Yeah. Okay, and the better your car is, <laughs> the closer, <laughs> the closer you get you're allowed to park. So I went to Goodwood with uh, a mate of mine in his AMG. Mercedes, and you got um, to park, and we got really to park close. pretty close, because yeah. Yeah. it looks you know, amazing. Um, and uh, and there were all sorts of like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, all these kind of supercars. And there was like a white Sierra Cosworth from like the eighties, and everyone was crowding around that. You know, Ferraris like yeah, ten, ten a penny, penny but <laughs> that was the only Cosworth there. And yeah, everyone was just like, standing around with their phones, taking pictures. And they got to a point, didn't they, with that car? It was uninsurable. Because mm. just too many of them are getting well, and, and the and the escort Cosworth as well. That was really difficult. You know, that, that was really really difficult to ensure. Um, yeah, it was just they had you could break into it with yeah. crowbar and. <laughs> but then then Honda when Honda came back, their engines were rubbish for years. Um, yeah, you know, it's only now that they've they've started to to, to get better. So it does take it does take a few years. I, mean, I don't know. I know where I know when McLaren. Um, did the deal with Honda, and they were saying, "Yeah, we need to we need to have a, like a, a, a proper deal with an engine supplier because that's that's the way forward." Um, because they were looking at like Ferrari and Mercedes, and uh, you know, obviously back in the day they had the deal with McLaren Mercedes because Mercedes didn't have their own team. Whereas mm. they were saying, "We don't want to be like a 
a supply that kind of buys engines we want to be like you know kind of you know in bed with yeah with the engine so you can develop it yourself and yeah. tweak it to how you need it and- yeah but then but the honda engine was rubbish and you know if you think back to when honda was last in formula one um the reason they were poor was primarily because of the engine mm. um you know it, they were bought out by ross braun uh, for you know a pound or whatever, um, and he did a deal with a Mercedes engine to kind of bolt them the Mercedes engine in the back, and then won the you know won the championship next season. Nice. Um, so you know the the, uh, the aero of the car was was fine; they just had no speed. So the last time Honda were in Formula One, you know McLaren were looking back to the days in the eighties where they dominated. But that was like thirty years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, like more recently, Honda were rubbish, and it's taken. I mean, to, to be fair, now they've got an, an amazing engine, but it has taken them a good few years. To, uh, to get to that stage. So if Audi do join and do start supplying engines, it could be two or three years before they're competitive. Yeah. So if any team, they might have to do a deal with someone like Williams and say, look, we will give you the engines, so but we, can we, but we need your feedback and so we can develop them. Um, so it's, you know, teams, at the, teams at the back. Um, it's still interesting. I think it's, it's great. New, new manufacturers, new drivers coming into the sport. It just keeps it fresh. Um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm still refreshing my phone, just trying to, I want to know as a uh, McLaren fan, I just want to know, have we got, have we got Piastri? I feel like McLaren will, I mean, they've, all, they've had to write a really big check to Ricardo, And I think they're going to have to write a really big check to Alpine. That That's, I can't see the FIA getting involved and banning a driver from or enforcing that a driver has to drive for a team they don't want to drive for. That seems that's almost um No, but if they've got if they've got a contract, if they've if, if Alpine have a contract with Piastri, the FIA can't overrule that. Mm. So Especially they, if there's a non compete clause in there. They need to they they need to come to terms with um with whatever the contract says and, and do a deal with McLaren, whatever that is. Yeah. And if it's a reasonable amount, McLaren will pay it and if it's unreasonable they could get in anyone. Again, they could, you know, just, just pick a name out of the hat, Nico Hulkenberg, who <laughs> I keep mentioning. But it's are, completely random. I just plucked that name from the air. You know, but there are loads of drivers they could just they could get in. McLaren are not going to struggle to get a, to get a driver who is better than Daniel Ricciardo. Not at the moment. I, I Truly, I think Ricciardo has lost his seat in Formula 1. I think he's out, for, at least for this season. He might... Pop back up in a yeah, different... If the only, the only team I can see him going to is Alpine because he's got but a relationship with But that is humble pie, them. isn't it? Because he left there. I mean, he didn't do as badly there as he's done. Uh, no, he got a, he got McLaren. a, you know, he got a couple of podiums towards the end, and he yeah. he was racing hard. You know, he was driving well when he was when he was with Renault. Um, he just made some really awful decisions in his career. The decision to leave Red Bull. He didn't was, want to get upstaged by Verstappen. That would have been less humiliating than what's actually happened to him, though, don't you think? Yeah, but he didn't know that he was. Are you saying tra- Perez is? You know, I mean, obviously Verstappen is a better driver. Yeah, but how? But, how but could, Perez is doing. He's not. He's not doing bad. Yeah, but how could how could he have foreseen that he was going to go to to Renault, not win anything, and then go to McLaren and not be not able to win. drive the car? Yeah, there's no way he could foreseen that. Yeah. You know, he he saw Renault as an up and coming team, and thought he was going to you know because Red Bull weren't amazing at the time. Um, yeah, they were good, and, and mm. you know race winning but not you know he championship. wanted to be the number one driver at, uh, and he, th- he thought he could go to Renault um, and okay it might take a season or so 
uh, but they will, you know, they'll get back up to the days when Alonso was winning championships, and even even you know when when they were when they were Lotus and Kimi Raikkonen was winning races for them. Um, so you know, just just to kind of get, to get back up there, they had a reasonable budget. Um, he just thought he was going to be, you know, he was going to be a decent driver, fighting for wins and winning races in, you know, in, in a season or two's time. Mm. Results didn't appear. Goes to McLaren, can't drive the car. Yeah, it's you know, but but you know, if you look at Alonso, Alonso's made some hasn't made some amazing decisions. Um, you know, he yeah. went he you know two time when he started for Minardi, um, went to drive for Renault um, when they kind of swapped from Benetton. Uh, won two world championships against Schumacher when Schumacher was driving well. Um, you know, astonishing driver. Did a deal with McLaren. Um, didn't take into account just how good Hamilton was. Um, and you know, kind of, he kind of queered his patch a bit with um, with McLaren for a while. Ended up going back to Renault, uh, who were uh, not doing well at all at the time, mm. and kind of was in the wilderness for a while. Went back to, uh, or went went to Ferrari, which is a good move. Um, but again, they, they were never quite world championship. I mean, he nearly won the world championship, but he couldn't get past um, Petrov in uh, in 2010 at Abu Dhabi. He just couldn't get past him. Um, See, we, so we, he was he was close. And then he kind of obviously he's been you know he kind of went to Renault again yeah. and McLaren again, and he's he's never really kind of been any in a in a top team for a while. But he's still. You could still see the way he drives and think, you know, he's top three. There's Hamilton, Verstappen, probably Alonso, top three drivers. But then there's, we're yet to see whether the other decisions the other way, like Lando Norris to sign his life away to McLaren for multi-year, Leclerc to sign his life away to Ferrari for multi-year. That equally might be a really bad choice in the end if they're given bad car after bad car after bad car. You know, if you want a championship, it's really... How do you make a decision? You've got to pick the right constructor at the right time, you know, to to be able to make your, your shot, you know. I mean, it is... You've got, to, you've got to think that Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari and McLaren are the top four teams mm. that are, have got big enough budgets to be able to pull it back, even if they're not doing particularly well. I mean, McLaren mm. has taken them a while, but before that, they had a... Before they, they had their dodgy spell... They had a one in four hit rate at winning Grand Prix. Yeah. So every, for every four races they'd entered, they, they'd won one of them, um, which is better than Ferrari, better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that now, um, but they've I got, think it could be again. They've, they've got they've got form, yeah. they've got budget, and they are you know they are kind of getting better. So you know potentially they if could, we if we had two two Lando Norrises, we'll be in a which arguably we will if we have Piastri. You know, so it's it's interesting. So predictions for the latter half of the season. Uh, okay, I'm going to make a prediction that I I hope is going to happen, and okay. Hamilton's going to win one race. Yeah, that's all you all that's your all, That's all I want, really. Um, Verstappen will win the season. Um, I think I think Perez might come second. Okay, because I, I think I think the, unless Ferrari really turn around their strategy. Um, yeah, I think they've really caked it. I would like Norris obviously to win his first. Um, I don't think the car this season's. Just, I just don't think it's got the beans. Uh, sadly, but I would like that. Um, and I think Alpine are going to win in the constructors against Clan, which then kind of makes Piastri's decision to bin one off for the other. 
um, interesting, should we say? Yeah, but again, again, he didn't, he didn't have a drive when he no. made the, uh, when he when he agreed the deal. Well, I mean, this is just speculation, obviously, yeah, yeah. Else here, but I, I don't think he had a drive. I think they were, he was in the position where Alpine were trying to sell him off to another team for exactly. a season, yeah. and every other team's going, no, we're not going to have him. So he was he was there looking at potentially another season on the bench, or driving a Formula One car yeah. for McLaren. Of course, you're going to pick McLaren. Hundred yeah, percent. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I am sweating like crazy. It is so hot tonight. Um, I mean, I am wearing black, so that's um, probably a mistake. Um, is there anything else on your little list, Andy, of discussion no, points? No, we've, we've, we've discussed everything. I'm, we just, I'm, discussed looking, everything. I'm looking forward to the, uh, to the second half of the season.